then they'll say, oh, well then, let me know. Thank you. 
Good morning. Merry Christmas. So good to see everyone here this morning. It's about time for us to get started. Before we do, I just want to welcome all of our visitors and guests. We're so glad that you're here. What a special day. I do have a few to mention on our prayer list this morning. Actually, I have several to mention on our prayer list this morning. We have several who are sick, and uh, we've, we've had several who have had surgeries. And so anyway, I want to mention those to you, and I have a few announcements to share with you as well before Danny starts our singing. First of all, Jeanette Venable's mom, Gail, she had a brain tumor removed this past Friday, and she is doing well. In fact, Jeanette said that she may get to come home today. And so that, yeah, that's good news, but please pray that it's not an aggressive tumor. And so there's still time before the report comes back. And so let's all be calling out to God and just asking Him to, to work in a big way in that situation. Also, continue to pray for Edna Jay's dad. And we're so glad to see uh, Miss Edna's mom here this morning and, and the rest of the family. Um, just so glad to have them here. But keep Edna's dad in your prayers. Um, also, Beverly Heron, uh, she has left Good Shepherd in Auburndale, and they have brought her home. And this is probably um, going to be it uh, for, for Beverly. And so uh, just keep the family in prayer today. And and uh, especially Cheryl and the rest of the family. Um, also continue to pray for Wilma Sh uh, Schwartz's daughter, Lisa, who had a tumor removed uh, this, uh, this past week in Tampa. Um, continue to remember Becky Bishop. Um, Lord willing, she'll be able to get into a doctor soon about her, her broken jaw. And so just be pray prayerful for her. David Barnes is going to have a procedure this next week to have a kidney stone removed. So keep David in your prayers. Miss Carol Gowdy is here this morning, and she is doing better. Yes. We're so glad to see her. Um, also, um, Freddie Heller and Connie are here. Um, they're, they're doing better. They were both sick. Uh, also remember Don Thompson, who continues to struggle Physically, this is Bill and Joyce Perkins' uh, brother-in-law, so continue to remember him. Uh, most of you probably saw on our church Facebook page, Miss Wilma Smith fell and was taken to the hospital. And I don't have any details. I've, I've been trying to call and get in touch 
with her, but she's not here in Winter Haven. She's visiting family, but she was taken to the hospital, and so I'm just kind of awaiting word and an update on her. And uh, also, we got some great news on baby Coralie. We've been praying for her surgery, and it went well. And uh, she's been making really good progress. And I heard, I think it was this morning, uh, through our, our prayer chat, that she is going to get to go home today. So that is awesome. <laughs> Praise God for that. Um, also, want to say congratulations to Sharon and Roland Cook. They are great grandparents again. A new great grandbaby. So. Anyway, um, that's a, a great Christmas gift for them, I, I know. Uh, Ron asked me to announce that our benevolent fund is getting low. We've been helping a lot of people for Christmas, and so if you'd like to donate uh, toward that, you can earmark that, and uh, you can drop it in the back or, or put it in the plate. Uh, also, the elders asked me to announce that starting in January, um, we're going to be going back to the, to the little plastic cups for the Lord's Supper where you get the bread and the juice in one. And one of the reasons why is because the elders wanted more time to have more thought, just uh, remembering the sacrifice that Jesus made. And so you'll be picking those up as you come in on Sunday mornings, and then uh, one of our elders will be coming forth and, and they'll be um, leading us in, in a thought uh, as far as the Lord's Supper is concerned, and we'll, we'll all take it together. I think that's all our announce, announcements. Did I miss anything? All right, well, um, let's go ahead and go to God in prayer, and then I'm going to turn our singing over to Danny. Father, we just thank You so much for letting us be here today with friends and family. Uh, we're just so grateful for all that You do for us. We're especially thankful for Jesus and the sacrifice that He made on our behalf. and That we can come together today and just remember that and just remember how blessed we are as Your people. And Father, we're just grateful for Christmas and just being able to take time with our family today and share with one another and, and just spend time with one another. And, and so God, we just we thank You so much for always providing and blessing us in so many ways. And Father, we also um, just have several that we want to lay at Your feet. Um, we pray for Jeanette's mom and we just pray, Father, that the report will come back that the tumor's not aggressive. And Father, we just pray that You'll continue to give her healing from her recent surgery. We also pray for Edna's dad. And, and Father, we just pray that You'll comfort him and give him healing. And, and Father, pray that You'll be with Edna's whole family as well. And Father, we're asking that You would be with Beverly Heron who is in her last days, Father. And, and we just pray that You'll comfort her and comfort the family as they go through this with her and, and Father we pray for Lisa who's recovering from a brain tumor for Becky and Father we pray she'll be able to get into a doctor soon for her jaw. We pray for David Barnes and his procedure coming up and, and uh, we're just uh, also very mindful of Don who's been struggling physically and we're asking for healing for him and Miss Wilma who has fallen recently and 
And uh, Father, we also pray for uh, baby Coralie for continued uh, recovery for her. And, and uh, Father, we just are so thankful for um, Carol and her recovery. And uh, also that the Heller family is here today. And we pray that you'll continue to be with Freddie and his immunotherapies that he's going to be going through this year. And uh, Father, we're just uh, grateful for the new grandbaby. Uh, great grandbaby for Sharon and and Roland and Father, we're just so so grateful that the baby's healthy. Father, we just um, we thank you for all that you do, and we are just so grateful we can be here today to worship you. And it's in your Son Jesus's name that we pray this prayer. Amen. First song this morning, number 238. Number 238. If you would, let's stand. Holy, holy, holy. Grand jewels of splendor are glowing. 
There's not going to be any uh, kingdom kids today. Um, a lot of our families uh, wanted to be together since today is Christmas. And so uh, everybody's going to remain in here and then we'll start back up with kingdom kids next week. But whoever has our, our closing prayer, you can come up and lead us in that at this time. Father, as we come before you, dear Lord, we are just honored to be able to be counted amongst your children. Dear Lord, we're thankful for the, the birth, the life, and the death of Jesus. And dear Lord, we pray that with each and every day and opportunity that we have, dear Lord, that we would live a life that is representative of that sacrifice. Holy Father, as we sing, dear Lord, we follow you. Dear Lord, we pray you give us strength to continue to do so, dear Lord, amidst a world that may not necessarily follow along. Holy Father, again, we're just so thankful, dear Lord, that we can be considered your children. Holy Father, as we go into the rest of the service, dear Lord, we pray that we would be reminded, dear Lord, always reminded, dear Lord, of the life, the love, the mercy, and the grace, Lord, that we were able not only to read about, but dear Lord, that we're able to partake in, to be a part of. Dear Lord, the love that came from you, the mercy and the grace that you've given to us freely. Holy Father, we pray that, dear Lord, with whatever may be going on in each of our lives, we just pray, dear Lord, that 
we will connect with you on the deeper level each and every day. Holy Father, again, can't express how thankful we are, dear Lord, for the love that changed everything. Dear Lord, as we go through the rest of the service, again, as we sing, as we read your word, we pray that we will think upon those things, dear Lord, the words that you spoke to us. Holy Father, the lessons that you taught and the example that you gave Holy Father, we pray that we would apply those things to our lives as we go out into the world and that we would also be lights, dear Lord, as you called us to be. And dear Lord, thank you for the sacrifice on the cross. Thank you for the love. Holy Father, we pray that we would live lives that are representative of that each and every day. Lord, we pray this all in your son's most holy name. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning. Our scripture verse this morning is going to come from Luke 2, verses 1 through 7. At that time, the Roman emperor, Augustus, decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first son, her firstborn son. She wrapped him in snugly in snugly in stripes of clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them.
scripture reading this morning comes from Luke chapter 2, 8 through 14. That night there was a shepherd staying in the fields nearby, guarding the flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord, glory, surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring you great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped, snuggled in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased.
in Matthew chapter 2, pick up at verse 3 through 11. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is this Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem, in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not the least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people, Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
Wow, what a special day. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Christmas doesn't fall on Sunday very often. In fact, oftentimes it doesn't happen for every five or six years. But listen, the next time we will have Christmas on Sunday will be 11 years from now. Some of us may not even be around then. And so this is, this is pretty special that we can be together and worship God. And man, do we have so much to worship God about. Especially this time of year as we remember the coming of Jesus. And so don't miss that. Let me ask you a question this morning. How many of you would say that there have been things in your life that were pretty significant, they were pretty important that you missed? Just trying to think about some of those things right now in your mind. Maybe it was something that one of your kids had going on at school. Or maybe it was a really important meeting at work. Or maybe you missed someone's wedding. Hopefully it wasn't your own. <laughs> or maybe you missed a family reunion. But, but try and pull that up in your head right now. Try and think of something significant, something important in life that you missed. I'll, I'll never forget, and, and I told you guys this a couple of weeks ago, that one of the things that I've always loved doing since I was a kid was watching the old Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Holiday Special. When I was a kid, it came on once a year. During the week of Christmas, and if you missed it, guess what? You missed it. There, there was no such thing as DVDs or, or, or Blu-ray players. Uh, there was no such thing as Netflix or Disney Plus. Yes, I see it. My lapel's not working. I'll try and stay behind the uh, microphone this morning. There was, there was no such thing as, as you know, Hulu, where, where you could go back if you missed a movie or a TV special and you could watch it again. And, and so... During that day and time, if you missed it, you, you missed it. But then they came out with this device called a VHS recorder. And you younger ones, you, you have probably have no clue what that is. It was kind of like a DVD player, but instead of CDs, you had these tapes that were about this long, and they were about that thick, and you would put the tape in this device and you would set the channel and you would set the time and you would hit record and it would record whatever you wanted to watch off TV. And it just come out. And my dad bought one. Well, Christmas week rolls around and Rudolph came on on a Wednesday night. And I grew up in a family where every Wednesday, man, you were at Bible study. And so, man, I, I was just trying to plead with my mom and dad. I'm like, please, listen, we go to church all the time, just this one time. 
Right? Let me, let me just stay home this one time. God will understand. My dad would not have any of that. He's like, no, you're going to Bible study. And I'm like, but what about Rudolph? And he says, well, we've got the VHS recorder. And he says, I'll, I'll just record it for you. I'm like, okay. And so anyway, he puts the tape in. He sets up the channel and the time. And we go off to Bible class. And we come back. And I'm excited. Dad's like, just sit down. And so I sit down on the couch. And as a kid, I mean, this was, this was it during Christmas. This was, this was exciting. And he rewinds the tape. Now, you younger kids, you have no idea what that's like, right? And You know, the suspense of five minutes where you're waiting for this tape to rewind was just building, and then finally it rewinds, he hits the play button, and it's a blank screen. And Dad's like, look, just wait for it. It probably just takes a moment. And so I'm waiting and waiting, and finally he came to realize it didn't record. And he looks at me, and he says, ah, oh, son, he said, I'm, I'm sorry. And man, it just, it broke my heart. That, that was a big deal, man. That was important. And, and I missed it. Think about something that you've missed. Think about why you missed it. Maybe you missed it because of traffic. Maybe there was a traffic accident. It was backed up and so you missed wherever you were going. Or maybe you overslept. Or maybe... You had something going on at the same time, or maybe you just got your schedule mixed up. I'll never forget when I was in Alabama, I was asked to speak on a Bible lectureship. And I thought I was supposed to speak on Thursday, but Wednesday rolls around, and I'm in my office going over my lesson, and I get a call from someone on the lectureship committee, and they said, Slate. How much longer till you get here? And I said, uh, what do you mean? And they said, you're supposed to be speaking in 30 minutes. And I said, no, I'm not speaking till tomorrow. And they said, you did receive the schedule, right? And I said, yeah, and I got it out and I just misread it. And I missed the lectureship, which was really embarrassing for me. But it was all because I got my dates mixed up. And so think about something significant, something important you missed, and why you missed it. And the reason I'm getting you to think about that is because I want you to go back to the scriptures that we've been reading over the last few minutes of the birth of Jesus Will read the passage which talks about how Caesar Augustus had asked for a, season, a uh, census to be taken. And so everyone had to go back to their hometown. And the hometown of Joseph was Bethlehem. Now typically, Bethlehem was a very small town with a little less than, than maybe a thousand residents. But now everybody who had originally grown up and been born in Bethlehem, they're having to return to register for this census. And so it's crowded. 
And so you just imagine everyone is just kind of busy and they're rushing here and, and there. They're trying to find lodging and they're trying to find food. And, and I'm just trying to imagine in my, in my mind this little town of Bethlehem at the government office. There's this really long line of people who are in line to fill out forms and register for this census. But it was busy. There were a lot of distractions. It was overly crowded. In fact, when Joseph and Mary finally arrive in Bethlehem, there's no inn. There's no place for them to stay. And so they slept in a barn. And it was then that something unexpected took place. The Son of God, and, and we talked about this last week, the Son of God, the Messiah, the King, is born in a barn in Bethlehem. And He's born to poor parents, not what we would expect of someone who is important. In fact, the text says that Mary wrapped him snugly in some cloth, and in the ancient Greek, it means to tear. And so apparently what Joseph and Mary did was just tear some material, whatever they had, and they wrapped Jesus in it, and they laid him in a manger. They laid the Son of God in a feeding trough. And we talked about this last week. That's not how we would expect the Son of God to come. And so a lot of people missed it. But I would also say that a lot of people missed the birth of Jesus because they were so distracted. They were so busy running here and running there and filling out forms. So many people distracted. And so maybe that's why the good news, the announcement of Jesus' birth was given to some shepherds. Again, which is so unexpected, right? That the announcement of the King, the Son of God, would be given to a bunch of shepherds. I mean, shepherding was something that was really looked at as a lowly occupation. In fact, if you look at the book of Genesis... And you read the story of Joseph. Remember, he becomes second in command under King Pharaoh. And, and Joseph decides one day that he's going to move his family to Egypt. But he tells his family, when you stand before Pharaoh, when I introduce you to the king, do not tell him that you're shepherds. Because that was a lowly occupation. In fact, the Egyptians despised shepherds. And yet in the New Testament, the one who received the good news, the announcement of Jesus' birth, was a group of shepherds. 
And maybe it wasn't because they were busy and distracted like everyone else, but because they were out in the field where it was quiet and peaceful. And the message was given by an unexpected angel in the middle of the night that the Messiah, the King, had been born. And then a host of other angels joined that one angel in worshiping and praising God. And after the, the angels were gone, the shepherd said, Man, let's go and let's check this out for ourselves. And so they go to Bethlehem and they find Mary and Joseph. And after they see baby Jesus, they praise God. And all the way back to the field, they're telling people what they had witnessed. But I started thinking about that. How oftentimes we're so busy, so many things. Maybe some of you right now have some other things on your mind. Maybe it has to do with Christmas. Well, we've got family coming over today. Got to get all the food ready. You know, got to get the presents all wrapped for the kids or the, the grandkids. And, and, and there's so many things that we get busy with. And, and we have these long to-do lists today. And, and in our mind, man, there's just not a whole lot that I can take off of this list. And it's not that all those things are bad, but many times if we're not careful, those things can distract us. They can cause us to miss out on what really matters. I think about all those who had missed out on the coming of the King. Reminds me of Psalm 46, verse 10. Where it says, be still and know that I am God. Sometimes we just need to break away from everyday life. And we need to just put things on pause and stop. And remember what really matters. Which is spending time like we're doing right now with God. Because here's what God did. He sent us the greatest gift of all. He sent us His one and only Son, Jesus. One to show us what God was really like. Loving and, and full of mercy and grace. But then also... So he could take away our sin. In other words, Jesus, the Son of God, came to this earth and he sacrificed himself. God Almighty sacrificed himself for you and me. 
And so we celebrate the coming of Jesus because had he not come, had he not been born, we would still be in debt to sin. We're going to sing one more song. And after this song, I'm going to ask our men to come up and we're going to take the Lord's Supper. And what a special time where we can just remember and focus on the gift of Jesus. And so at this time, we're going to go ahead and sing and then we'll partake of the Lord's Supper. Unto us a son is given, unto us a child is born. Gift of God sent down from heaven, joy has come this happy morn. Son of God before creation, now becomes a son of man. He the shedding of his blood to be received by faith 
He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance he had left, left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. Let us pray for the bread. Thank you, God, for sending your son on one glorious night to be born of a virgin, to live a perfect life, and to die on the cross for our sins. Thank you that he rose from the dead three days later, and that this Christmas and every Christmas, we can celebrate the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's pray for the cup. O oh Lord God, Heavenly Father, we praise and thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the sacrifice. Thank you for his, for his blood. I pray you, Father, bless the cup and bless each of us that going to drink blazers in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.
Let us all bow our heads for our offertory prayer. Dear God, we are all gathered here to praise and love you. You sacrificed your only son, Jesus Christ, to die for us on the cross and to rid of all our sins. God, you gifted us the ability to lead a productive life. And because of your gift, your generous gift, we would like to give some of it back to you. And we rejoice as we do that. Please bless these tithes and accept our offerings we give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, amen. Let's all stand. I just want to say before we close out this morning, thank you for being here. I hope you have a Merry Christmas today, and I hope you have a blessed New Year. Um, let's sing uh, Jesus Loves Me. I know we've got all our kids in here with us. Let's sing uh, Jesus Loves Me, and then Bob's going to lead us in our closing prayer. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so, little ones to Him belong. They are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. A couple of quick announcements before the prayer. Uh, I have a lost phone up here on the first pew. Somebody wants to reclaim it. Also, uh, all these beautiful flowers that were donated to us, uh, they're live plants, and uh, anyone who wants to take one home with them after services uh, is free to do so. So just uh, help yourself with that. If you will, pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the many, many things you've given us, most of all for Jesus. Father, I thank you for this wonderful day that we can meet here and worship you. 
Father, I ask you to be with all of those on our sick list and prayer list. I ask you to comfort those that are grieving. I ask you to heal those that are sick. Father, I ask you to give them a speedy recovery. Father, I ask you to, to be with us through this week. And in Jesus' name, I ask it all. Amen.